0: Hello, everyone. We are back for another episode of Chum and Chill. Uh, Firstly, I want to apologize. I got sick again. This time I got COVID. So if I don't sound my absolute best, uh, please just bear with me. And sorry that we went on an unforeseen hiatus because apparently my immune system is utter crap this year. Anyway. Back for another episode of Chew and Chill, and this time I'm giving you a list of, if you watch this, then you might like this. That's the theme of this episode. So a few weeks ago, after a much anticipated wait, the movie 20th Century Girl dropped and it quickly gained the affection of a global audience, and I am included in that global audience. So in case you aren't aware, 20th Century Girl, which is available to watch on Netflix, is a movie and it's a bittersweet love story about a teen girl in the year of 1999 who keeps close tabs on a boy in school on behalf of her best friend who has to go to the US for heart surgery. In the midst of following this boy around on her behalf, and just learning everything about him that she possibly can, she ends up in a love story of her own with his best friend. I'm not going to spoil too much about the relationships that evolve from this and the confusion and kind of misunderstandings. Obviously, there are some, so definitely watch it if you want to find out what really happens. Uh, But I will say, despite the general reaction towards the ending of the movie, I personally did like it. I... Didn't really see it going any other way, unfortunately, because a lot of first love stories aren't really a happy ending. It's first love typically is depicted as a time for you to learn and grow, and I thought that this movie did that perfectly. Like it taught you that perfectly. The Only thing I do have to say is that my only wish was for a clear answer as to what specifically happened to Unho in order to tie up any loose strings to the ending itself, but obviously that wasn't a thing that happened, and we're just gonna survive the way we are with the unanswered question of why. That question of why. Anyway, that's not what I'm here for today. I'm actually here to recommend some other 90s related dramas and movies for those that really enjoy 20th Century Girl. Uh, The bittersweet love story combined with the 90s retro theme were two main ingredients for a surefire hit that emphasized a lot of nostalgia for younger years and that era of time. I know I myself felt kind of nostalgic watching it. So if you're into the old school aesthetics that came out of this movie, here are some series and movies. In return for you. First on the list, most obviously on the list, is 2521. If you've listened to any of my past Human Chill episodes, you are probably aware that I have not finished this drama, and to this day, I still have not finished this drama. Uh, just because of how upset I was over the bittersweet ending in this specific drama, despite knowing how it ends, I I plan to go back and finish it. And I guess I kind of just sound like a hypocrite now because, on one hand, I was like, the bittersweet ending for 20th Century Girl made total sense. And on the other hand, I'm like, for 2521, doesn't make any sense at all. But that's just me and my personal taste, I guess. We all have them. For those of you that don't know, 2521 is a coming-of-age story about two characters trying to follow their dreams and achieve a stable and happy future while going through the hardships of the grim reality of the 90s. Nam Hiro is a high school student who attends a fencing club, and she meets Bakye Jin an ex-university student whose life took a dramatic turn due to the 90s financial crisis that happened. So if you like emotional coming-of-age stories, this is for you. It depicts realistic and meaningful messages and also kind of highlights the transience of life and just kind of also goes over the feeling of being kind of stuck. So, And I think it does a good well of just being very relatable. Second on the list is the Reply series. For this one, it's both Reply 1994 and Reply 1997, obviously because Reply 1988 is not in the 90s. Um, And also, I actually never watched the third one, despite it being the most popular, I guess, of the series, according to a lot of online articles, if you look them up. Anyway, Reply 1997 came out first and it was super popular in 2012. Let me tell you that. I had friends who don't even like K-dramas that were either watching it or knew about it. Um, you can watch either of them in whichever order you please. They don't really follow like a chronological story ta- storyline. Sorry. The casts for both of the series are well-renowned and very loved. So that was another thing that made them really popular. Uh, The two shows themselves follow a group of close-knit friends in their youth and later on adulthood and reflect the image of Korea in the 90s from trends, pop culture, fashion, more, just all of it. It's a pretty genuine reflection of Korea in the 90s, according to a lot of things, if you like read articles about it. It's pretty genuine reflection, and if you're into K-pop, you'll likely see some very familiar phenomenons that, as soon as they happen, you're like, oh i feel like i'm that k-pop fan so this the reply series are both um just very very fun to watch very lighthearted, kind of melodramatic at some points but overall they're a very very fun series of shows so i do highly recommend them next on the list we have go back couple uh for those that like time travel dramas and also like relatable characters with similarly relatable hardships I believe this is for you. Go-back couple follows Ma jin and Choi Bando, a middle-aged couple whose love life becomes utterly stagnated after 20 years of marriage. They start to realize their disappointment over the years spent together. And one day, they get a chance to reset their relationship by going back to the past, but these new decisions that they make in the past ultimately affect their family and their friends. This drama is... Kind of heartfelt and very relatable it does a really good job of as i said just kind of depicting very relatable problems and having relatable characters and being very like modern in like what it's going over so if you just want something that you kind of are able to like understand what the characters are going through this is a good drama to watch So the next on the list is one of my favorites on this list overall, and actually one of my favorite movies that I've ever watched. Uh, The movie is called Architecture 101. This movie is a must watch for those of you who are looking for the retro aesthetics uh, and feelings that are going to warm your heart, as well as the relatable, well-developed characters who further go through character development during the story and the progression of the story. Architecture 101 is kind of critically acclaimed in Korea. It held the number one spot at the box office for three weeks after its release, and it was one of the 10 most-watched films in the first quarter of 2012. The film also reignited a 1990s throwback fever in Korea of fashion, music, and celebrities. The counterfeit Guess t-shirts became popular again, and Yes, 24 also opened temporarily a section where you could, like, do the shopping for, like, older music pre like 2007 like 1990s music that started to kind of gain traction on the charts again. So the film tells the story of two students who meet in an introductory architecture class and they fall in love, but for reasons and some misunderstandings part ways. 15 years later, the girl tracks down her first love to seek his help in building her dream house. And they kind of reconnect and gain some closure through the time that they spend together. And that's where you see a lot of the character development happen. The story is told through a progression of it being in the future. and flashbacks. And I remember when I first watched it, I was kind of confused about the flashbacks, but then I watched it a second time and I was like, wow, I feel dumb. Um, So it slips back and forth through time quite a bit, just as a heads up to you guys. And that's it for this list. Uh, Special honorable mention goes to 18 again, which I felt didn't have quite enough flashbacks to overall fit this list, but it did have some 90s nostalgia to it. And if you've listened to past episodes, you know I am a fan of this drama. Similarly, special shout out to the upcoming movie Ditto that will also be released soon. It also stars my favorite boy, Bay, and Yuck. So I'm really looking forward to it, even though he doesn't have like a lead role. Um, but it stop. It follows the story of two college students who one is from 1999 and the other is from 2022, and they get connected through a walkie-talkie and they talk about their lives and give each other relationship advice and different things like that through this walkie talkie they're connected to two different times so it kind of has some time travel aspects to it look forward to it when it comes out that's all i know about it i know there was quite a bit that didn't make this list this was just kind of a short episode to get my feet back underneath me because i haven't filmed any Chum and Chill episodes for a while. So obviously, if you have any 90s nostalgia-themed dramas or movies that you know I missed and you recommend uh, to viewers and listeners, please throw them out there and let us know. Let me know if any of your favorites made my favorites on this list. And of course, as always, I thank you for listening. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and I'll see you in the next Chum and Chill or Bingo Chum and K-Pop Tunes episode. Thanks and bye!